the vibe. Okay, theme song, you know. What's good, everybody? Yes, yes. Robin E here checking in for Pillow Talk Podcast. And today we done pulled up to the tribe house in the city. Okay. It's super lit. The vibe is lit. Before we get to it, because I know y'all see the guests over here looking real fly and flashy with the shades on. <laughs> Gotta give a shout out to Corey Ether as well. That was him with his single bag um he just did an amazing album release party here at the tribe house so i definitely gotta you know make sure i shout him out tribe tribe for real definitely gotta keep that in so i am here with the man the man with the plan (laughs) (laughs) okay okay ready to take on any task at hand oh yes mr Derek, uh, the boss man here at the tribe house Tribe. Tribe. Yes. <laughs> we gotta go. give Let's it go. up. Let's go. And for the pants, y'all. Oh yeah. It's the whole outfit for me. We wanted to make sure y'all seen everything and you're not Facts. wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Facts. We out here. So what's up? How you feeling? I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real good. Like I told you I don't really do too many interviews. So this is dope. Like you got me yes. you got me sitting down doing the interview. As I should. No, I'm just kidding. I'm happy that you want to come on, you know, the show. I'm happy that you let me come here in your tribe house, your environment, your creative safe space. This is super dope. So definitely want to commend you on that. Yeah, thank. first of all, I have to sit down. If y'all don't know, yesterday in Hills, in, in Hills, we climbed up fucking on the side of the building to the rooftop. In Hills. In Hills, y'all. Corey. Corey Ether had to get his photo shoot on the roof, and you know, <laughs> hey, you know, she had on hills, but we was up there. We like, was though. You know what I'm saying? It was lit. It was. Thank you for that, cause you gave me a new core memories unlocked in my brain. Now I was, I felt like I was on top of the world, on top of your building. So Amen. thank you. Amen. We was up there. It was, was nice. Yeah, we, we we got the cameraman up there. <laughs> Shout out to Calvin West, my right hand man. <laughs> hey he, Calvin, you good, he was bro? Very scared. <laughs> He, he went through a lot um up you good you good calvin bro i love you bro. take it off my bro man <laughs> I love that you scared of heights he didn't know it was gonna be like that he didn't know it's gonna be like that but no it was super dope you had an yeah. amazing event here and you know corey's um album release party yes. but the vibe here is incredible now before we get to kind of how you started this and you know what it means i gotta know a little bit about you Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. where are you from? You you from Chicago? You from a certain side no, of Chicago? No, 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 no. I am not from Chicago. I'm born and raised in New York City. Mm. Um, so I've been in Chicago seven years by way of Schaumburg first. So I, my, OG, my OG lived in Schaumburg um, with my little brothers. She had a, my baby sister out here. And me and my older sister were still in New York. 
So transitioning from New York to Schaumburg to Chicago, I've been in Chicago going on seven years now. Yeah. Nice. So what was it like coming here from New York? Well, <laughs> I'll Damn, tell you. I don't that, know how I feel I'll about tell- that pause you just took right there. <laughs> Scared. Okay, because remember I said it was from New York to Schaumburg first. Yeah, well, yeah. So like, I didn't know I was I didn't know I was coming to to stay in Illinois. So it's like, I kind of got tricked. So I imagine just like going to sleep one night in like New York City is like I'm in Coney Island in Brooklyn. So it's like noise, everything all night, and then I wake up. And it's it's birds chirping and it's fucking big birds chirping. I cried. I was miserable. <laughs> Damn, really? I that was some real cultural shock for you. I me. didn't want that shit. <laughs> oh my. I didn't want that shit. I was I was ready for all the like noise and craziness, but it was it was peaceful, which was uh, not the norm. <laughs> it wasn't the norm. Wow. Okay. So then what what drew you here to the city from Schaumburg? Well, so um I was originally moving back to New York. So I was gonna um I was gonna go to CUNY out there. Um shout out to my cousin Banga. Um so we had planned this whole thing. Like everything was set. We was gonna get an apartment, every everything was good. I had a going away party and everything. <laughs> Damn. And then I found out I was having my first child. Wow. You know, shout out to my baby Amaya. Oh. She just turned 11 yesterday. <laughs> On the 11th. Yeah, she just turned 11 yesterday. So. Wow. So, yeah. So that was the reason um, I stayed. You know, I honestly, you know, um, I, I didn't know. Um, and But when I found out, like, just being how, like, who I am, how, how I've been raised, as a, as an individual, because uh, I don't want to say I don't want to genderize it like man or woman. Like as an individual, I just felt like you know I was prepared for that shit. So I stayed out here, and Schaumburg was not the move for me. So mm. if I was gonna stay out here, I, and I knew I wanted to sit there and be able to provide for my children in the manner that I could, it um, it required me coming to Chicago where I didn't know anyone. Um, and starting over essentially, like getting out that comfortability of the suburbs because that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, no shade on the suburbs. I actually grew to very, very much love it. Love the fact that the fact that my kids are there. But nah, the city is where it's at, and that's why I have this. So they they can see this. They can see the growth process. There, they've been involved in every single stage of everything that I'm doing. So nice. You know. Chicago was the move for business, for sure. Absolutely. So that's what brought me here. My, me finding out having my first child and then, like, Chicago just being the move for business. Nice. First off, let's get out to the to the dads out there oh, yeah. doing Shout the damn the thing. Dads. Shout out to the daddies. <laughs> okay? Shout out to the daddies that's involved. I love that, definitely. Shout out to her. I know she's probably spoiled as hell. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> they spoiled. As, as but but as I feel like be. I feel like I feel like I feel like it should be that absolutely. Way. It should definitely be that way. Like there's no reason why I should be, you know, th- there's no reason why I should be working my ass off, um, and not being able to just like take care. Absolutely, of it. Like, it should be a no brainer. You know, absolutely, I love that for sure. 
So I hey, I wouldn't even blame you. Uh, coming to Schaumburg of all places in <laughs> Illinois, first off, like for real though, I don't know how y'all picked that on the selection of places initially uh, a, in I'm Illinois because Schaumburg is not. It's not up there. See now, so that's so. My mom Nigerian, right? So the first place she's gonna look for when she's trying to live is like education wise. So like Schaumburg High School was nationally ranked and is a school of excellence. That's I feel like that's the only reason why we were there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because going to school, that's it. That's like there was. I mean. It, it it changed the dynamic of our life because we were not we were never suburban ever ever in life so it was it was there we that that area was chosen specifically because of the schooling and everything it was the weirdest shit I had never <laughs> I had never in my life first of all remember the first day I walked through uh, walked into Schaumburg and like we were I was going to the guidance like office to like register and shit. And I see this um, this black girl. Her name was Lauren Gordon. Like skipping across. I swear to First God. First off, he put she, the whole government out no, there. No, no, no. Because shout out to her. That's that's an actual friend. Shout like, out to her. Shout out to her. She's government. A, like shout out, shout out to her. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Last I checked, she's in politics. So her okay. her name's like out there anyway. <laughs> shout out to her. But I saw her fucking skipping across the like. Imagine this was like some like fucking movie shit. She's skipping across the 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 damn like corridor hallway, of the what? hallway. Well, it's not a hallway because it was like the okay. opening of the school. Okay. And she has like a tennis outfit on and a racket. First of all, coming from New York, I ain't never seen no black girl outside of Venus and Serena Williams in a fucking mm. in a, a tennis outfit. So to see that, I was like, what Where the fuck is this? <laughs> You know, there was clicks. There was like, you know, the jocks and all of that. I didn't grow up like that. That shit was mad weird. <laughs> so was there was weird. never that type of dynamic where you were at. Nah. Wow. Nah. Suburbs, we got to do better. Nah. We got to do better. With it wasn't that. you. You were either popular or not. That's like crazy. <laughs> you knew you you were popular for something. You mm. either popular for dancing, being fresh, hooping. Okay. Sports like. Anything, singing, rapping, like you or, or you just weren't. Facts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I want to know just a little bit more about New York because I've never been. Mm. Sounds very interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, like growing up for you, what what are some of the things that you did as a kid? Like, did you have regular shit that y'all did? First off, were you bad? You get trouble a lot? I I don't think I was bad. I just think my mom was just overly strict. So, like, she, the things that I, I mean, looking back on it, I don't think anything I ever did warranted the the like punishments I got on some like Nigerian parent shit. But I also understand that like it was just discipline. I was not a bad kid. I was very active. Like if you told me I could do something, like I did that. Don't tell me I could go out with my friends and not ask me where I'm going. Cause now, oh, Lord. Cause now we exploring. I'm on a ferry somewhere. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the, the, the baby done rolled out. He done rolled out. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. Damn. Yeah. Like New York, like you could get around. So Nice. Um, and I, I don't know, even traveling as a, as a youth out there, it was like, it was, it was active. Like you moved around in groups and everything was just accessible. Nice. I love that. Super dope. I want to visit. 
Definitely. You have to. I, and please don't do the touristy shit. That is not what, New York. What's that? What's that? Times Square. It nobody in New that lives in New York goes to Times Square if they don't have to be at Times Square. Like, okay. That is not New York. That is damn. That's that some is, tourist shit. That is touristy than a motherfucker. That's every single tourist. Like people go to Times Square from all over the world, so they have the biggest brands out there. They have the the all the all that cliche. Facts, all facts. that cliche stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Most of the motherfuckers dancing out on the streets is not even from New York. Like, that's 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 not that's not what goes on. Motherfuckers okay. got so much stuff going on outside of So where Square. where do I need to go? What's the real guide when I get to New York? Do you saying don't do the tourist shit? Where am I supposed to go? Yeah, I, I would actually borrow hop. Like you go to like if you're gonna go to Brooklyn, go to Coney Island. Like you know what okay. I'm saying? If you're if you're gonna go, like, you know, you, you actually go to like places that you've seen from the movies. Like, those are not places in, tour, those are not tourist locations. Those are like actual hoods, like actual villages. Like, those stores actually exist. Like, you know, those places are are there for us to, to actually consume the real culture in New York. You know, when people, whenever anybody tells me, oh, New York dirty, I'll be like, oh, I know you didn't, you haven't visited, you haven't wow. been Wow, we do hear that, though. Yeah. They be on that. That's true. You go to, you go to that touristy shit, it's mm-hmm. dirty as fuck. I mean, you got, a, you got over a million wow. people there daily. Like, there's nothing but restaurants and bars and, like, people peddling and selling food and homeless. And it's everything right there in, like, a condensed Location. Times Square is just a, a condensed ass location. A square. It's like what six corners would be on crack. Wow. <laughs> y- y'all, I guess we're not supposed to go there, apparently, when we visit. Yeah, the, I just say don't make that your destination location. E. Like, do stuff outside of Times Square. Like, like if what's you go, one thing you need to do in New York? Visit Nathan's. Okay. Go Go to Coney Island. Okay. Visit the actual beach, like the actual ocean. <laughs> like, you know, I think we get so like in Chicago, like people think I'm no, no shade. Like this is a man-made lake, a man-made body. Go put your feet in the ocean, put your feet in real sand. Um, definitely certain parts, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, visit Brighton Beach. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, fair enough. Shout out to New York though. Oh Her. yeah. Big perk. Big perk. Er. I'm going to slide out there pretty soon. <laughs> so, I mean, you're here in Chicago after you experienced that. And now we're here at the Tribe House. So uh, do you have, you know, kind of a creative background? Like, what are some things you've done a little bit before, you know, you've done this? Oh, yeah. This is, this, this was just something that fused from me being an artist myself. So nice. my music artist myself. Um, that's one reason why I primarily focused on Chicago um, was doing music and then my net for just like hustling, like understanding that if I'm gonna do music, I, I was marketing with Nike at the time through MKTG. Uh, shout out to all my BAs because they know how that work go. But I was marketing with um, MKTG and I was a project assistant for Nike, so shit was sweet. Nice. You know, I really created a 
a sustainable stream of income so that my artistry didn't have to collide with my work life. Absolutely, yes. And it gave me the ability to focus on like gen utilizing this income to put it into something for the future, like sacrificing like, you know, nice shit right now. Right. Because I'm gonna have it later, and you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's just how it started. Like, I'm an artist, I'm a singer, like, you know, I, I've been doing shows, I've been doing tours. Nice. But that tour life d does not continue. If you're not signing these big contracts, if you're not under these, they, it doesn't always. And tour can, is rough, touring is hard as you, fuck to do. Yeah, you can get invited, like, you know, getting invited to, uh, getting invited on tour is, you know, is something that is more political than actual, uh, actually talent-based. If you, if somebody fucks with you and they fuck with your music and they feel like the music fits the mode or something, yeah. they can invite you on. Now it's up to you to make that tour sustainable, whether it's sustaining that income from the tour right. or whatever the case is. And I feel like Chicago just gave me that ability to know exactly where I could put my bread because it's so it's an open market for business out here, you know. So I, I was able to just focus it. I love that. I knew you had some some going on. You definitely look like an artist. It's the aura, oh, yeah. it's the essence. Oh yeah. You know I did everything, man. Everything. I creatively designed the entire space that we're in. So I nice. do interior design as well. Um, I really take like I really take that shit serious. I feel like every nook and cranny should be an experience and should look different, you know, but all go together. So it's a big picture with multiple little pictures and like around you, you know what I'm saying? Yes, we see your creativity. Come on through, <laughs> we see your creativity. I love that. What type of music do you have? Like, do would you define it in a specific genre or is it just an experience as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I do all, all types of shit. Like I, I've, I done done some like hardcore rock uh, okay. R&B, of course, like pop. Uh, I call myself rapping. Um, that's just like New York, like everybody raps. Big like, you gotta rap. Like even before I was singing, <laughs> even everybody. before I was singing, like biggest, biggest big. Look, growing up, you listen to Jay, you rap. Like that was that it. was it. And I was the eyeball out because then I was hooping and singing, but motherfuckers fucked with it. You know, nice. what I'm and he was an athlete. Come on through yeah. then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Don't oh, put some respect <laughs> on your name. Put some respect on your name, basically. Oh yeah, we yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We love it. We yeah. love it. But no, I think that's interesting. So of course you've always had a creative eye and artistic. Um, this space is fire, by the way. If you guys have never been here, it is definitely experienced. Every little piece of it is super, super fire. So then, that. you know, what led you here to the tribe house? Well, um, so like I said, when I came out here to Chicago, and like, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you because this is how I, I literally like- Please, tell, always Like I tell this story and, and like, I don't ever tell this story publicly, so I've never told this story. I've actually never told this particular story publicly. But um, so like I, like I said, when I moved out here to um, Chicago, I didn't know anybody out here. So what I did was I had hopped on Craigslist, right? I had made a decision. I'm like, you know, this is my last day working. Uh, my contract was up and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you know, I don't want to, the job was amazing. It wasn't like a, 
I've been graced and blessed with like great ass amazing jobs. So I'm not gonna sit there and act like shit was like crazy, but it was robotic and it just wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. once this contract was over, it was December 24th, 2016. That was the last day I, I punched the clock for anyone. And I was like, that was the last day I'm gonna punch a clock. I moved to Chicago and it was like, just a, a straight prayer it was like, you know, God, I have two options is either make it. I'm gonna be homeless and I'm not mm. a bum. Like I'm not, I'm not like a homeless ass nigga. Like, and that's a mindset. I'm not even talking about physically being homeless. I'm talking about the mindset of not having, you know, being like not, not having a home. Yeah. The concept of not having a structure or an idea to build, you know what I'm saying? Um, so just coming out, coming out here and not knowing anybody was an instant struggle. So I turned to online and I didn't really know too many people out here in um, Chicago, but it was a friend of mine that had told me about, uh, it was like a dating app that I had uh, made. The craziest shit ever, I would, I would never recommend it <laughs> what, what's the day now? It was uh, it was POF, POF, and it was a crazy ass. It, it, it was a crazy ass app. I have never heard of that. POF, POF, plenty of fish, plenty of fish. Um, I okay. I shout out the app because I did meet some dope ass people that like you know introduced me to Chicago like. Yeah. I go, I'll go anywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go anywhere. So motherfuckers, like, introduced me to just areas in Chicago. But it, it wasn't for the, the app itself wasn't for anything other than, like, fucking, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But ain't that so, what Tinder for? Tinder yeah. is like a fuck app as well. Yeah. yeah, Tinder. I guess Tinder would be a newer version okay. of okay. POF. Okay. Tinder would be a newer version of POF, but you know, I didn't, I didn't know any, I wasn't about to be going to like clubs and bars, meet them. I don't do that shit. And I definitely wasn't just me meeting random niggas and befriending random niggas. That's like a setup, like a motherfucker. So, but I, I stuck to myself. I was real like, you know, purposeful about my communication. So it wasn't okay. like I was just randomly meeting random ass people. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the individuals that I did meet was um was cool but the app itself fucking crazy like mm. people are people are weird oh yeah <laughs> absolutely america's fucked up well people just fucked up i ain't gonna say america it's a lot of fucked up people in general <laughs> yeah but um you get some scores on that app though huh the, the, you, get, you get a couple scores though you get no 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 for sure for sure okay, for sure, for sure. sure. No, so it works no 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 cap at all it no works. cap at all yeah. definitely definitely and it exposed me to Chicago. And that's when I realized, like, under, I was going to open mics and I was just like, this shit not hitting, like, like where I'm from. Like, yeah. if a nigga performed on stage and motherfuckers did like this, a motherfucker get, get ready off the stage, like, what the fuck going on? What, check your energy. Like, I would see motherfuckers performing their ass off, sweating bullets, like, yeah. going crazy. And motherfuckers not even like paying them no attention, not even, not even showing with love. And I was just like, that that's that's not okay. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, I, unbeknownst to me, moved to 63rd and Evans because I'm like, you know, hey, 
there's a college over here. Nice police presence. Is <laughs> absolutely hospital. Hospital. <laughs> like I'm like oh, all these things. These are the these are the signs of a prince. <laughs> like listen. Now you gotta now now mind you. I had moved from New York to Schaumburg, so I'm going to Schaumburg and in Schaumburg, like you know, if you lived by the hospital, if you lived by what what's the, what's the name of that hospital in Hoffman Estates, Saint Alexis. Oh my okay. God! If you lived by Saint Alexis. You are in prime location. If you live by any of the schools, okay. you are in prime. If you live by any of the of the police stations, what <laughs> you are protected. So I thought I had to try. I'm like school, oh, hospital, police presence. This is going. This is going to be, this is gonna be great. Forty eight hours later, <laughs> it was. Da, 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 da. I'm oh like, my yeah. god! Not forty eight <laughs> hours later. Forty eight hours later. Look. I knew it was bad when I was meeting people from the open mic scenes because I had to travel. Uh, and I was meeting people from the open mic scenes. And I was like, they was like, yeah, where you at, bro? And I'm like, I'm on, I'm on, excuse me, I'm on, I'm on 63rd and Evans. But I was like, what? <laughs> oh, no, nah, bro, I'm going to see Hell you. No. I'm going to see you when I see you. I'm like, what's going I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm so Ew. oblivious. I'm like, yo, I know, like. Cause, Cause, how I am, like I'm super, super respectful. First of all, I know, I, I know I'm going, going into somebody else shit. Like I'm not. And I had a fucking white Mercedes Benz. Ooh. Which. You was parking that bitch on the street and shit too. Yes. So when I. That's really. <laughs> wow. But, but, I believe in, I believe in respect. I believe in just like you know, respecting people's space and their neighborhood. So like, whenever I would see anybody outside, like I would make an asserted effort to communicate with them, just like okay. chop it up with okay. them and everything. Like I never just pulled up and hopped and in my and hopped yeah. in my shit. It was like always chopping it up with them. Like, you know, even, even simple shit, like copping bud from them and shit. Facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they would see me cleaning up you know, the the fronts of this, because I hate, like, pulling up and there's, like, garbage and da-da-da. So anytime my guys would come over, we'd be outside with plastic bags cleaning up the wow. the block and shit, too. So I think it was a, a huge mutual respect, um, and it built from that. So from 63rd at Evans, it went to 43rd in Princeton, which mm. was the actual tribe house. Nice, okay. That was the actual tribe house. And then... Um, I felt like still we weren't in business. I didn't really know anybody. Okay. I didn't really know anybody there, but I was an artist meeting new artists and I was building this network. Um, I was dating someone at the time. So that whole structure, that's why I have that chakra lady right, right there. Like the, the black women in Chicago really, really fucking held me down. Ooh during like 2017, 2019, yes. like um, there was just uh, a huge feminine energy and a huge feminine presence, um, which is how I created the Soul Tribe. Okay. So the Soul Tribe was derived from the works that I created with the women around me in my house on 43rd and Princeton because Wealthy Soul Tribe was something my brother Tunde created and um, asked me to, you know, lead and man and just put forward 
uh, socially, but it was always his brainchild. And uh, with the community of women in Chicago, um, I created the Soul Tribe. Um, and the original design was also created by a woman as well, Orange Wave, shout out to her. Again, this is something I've never even ever like said to anybody because this is just stuff that people don't know. You okay, know what I'm saying? Yes. Shout out to her. Um, but yeah, that 43rd in Princeton was just more of a, it was an actual physical house. So it wasn't a business. And I had got that, I had got that house. And that was the first time I realized that like in Chicago, I really needed to not try to rely on anybody. Okay. Um, and focus on what I came out here for. Cause I felt like by 43rd and Princeton, I was building a lot of relationships. So nice. I, I was looking forward to building with people. And it was the first time I like I experienced being let down by mm. like the men around me. But again, mm. I had this strong network of women that literally were like pillars. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I like, I, I was trying to build with, I was trying to build with my men, like the black men around me. Yeah. And, you know, we were just, we were just at, at different, you know, levels in life in terms of artistry, what we wanted, um, my ability to switch between being an artist and tapping in on the business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like the, again, the women around me in Chicago just, you know, they really got it. I, I, it, it was just effortless. And it, um, it made me focus a lot on the business while operations was literally ran by the by the women around me you know? wow so i was able to create this structured idea of what the soul tribe and tribe house was gonna be okay um and that was really that was really because of what i was building so when i made that sign that chakra lady up there the soul tribe yeah. and i uh, commissioned orange waves to make it it was to pay old there's two versions. There's a small Afro version and a big Afro version. Um, and it's to pay ode to the growth that I had over those two years from 2017 to 2019 with those beautiful black queens that yes. worked alongside me on 43rd and Princeton. Um, and unfortunately though, when my relationship ended with uh, my then girlfriend at the time, mm -hmm. the feminine energy died down a little died bit. Down. Yes, I mean, because to be honest, it was what it was what brought everything together. I right. feel like the men galvanized uh, around me because we are the glue. There was a there was a, a there was a figure to get behind that wasn't worried. Like I wasn't worried about social consumption. Like I was me. Like I've always been me. I've never had to worry about popularity. I've never had to worry about people disliking me. Like I, I take it all. Like the love and the hate. And I felt like that kind of rubbed people the wrong way a little bit, but it galvanized a lot of men around me to try to like learn from me. The women weren't around learning from me. They were around piecing together my ideas and like, okay, so this is what you want to do. This is how we're going to do it and make sure it runs well. You know what I'm saying? And when yes. that went away though, there was a huge, huge void that couldn't be filled by the men there that were never, you know, like doing what these women were doing. were doing. You know what I'm saying? Like 
you know, their their work was just so pivotal to yeah. like what we were doing. And I don't think they understood that why I always got on them. Like we can't we can't just, you know, focus on, you know, one being one track minded where you have people with like batteries in their backs and they're busting their ass like yeah. at some point in time you're gonna have to answer for the 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 work yeah. you know yeah. and you know it was a it was a huge huge loss to tribe and i and um one of my one of the things i think about the most in terms of like you know what i could have done to keep uh keep those women together here and it not be tied to like me not being with someone yeah like, you know because yeah lesson learned lesson le yeah lesson learned let's just it's say never, that lesson, lesson learned lesson learned because it hasn't happened since and we're here 2023 yeah um and i've been able to you know again focus it's been a huge journey from 43rd and princeton we ended up rebuilding um, Collab on 47th and Vincennes, which was a, a location that oh, I'm so glad is still open to this day. Mm. They support the community so much. They opened their doors uh, to me. I was performing and the owner came up to me. Shout out to Ben Lane. Like he came up to me and he was just like, you need to do something here. Mm. I'm like, bet, fuck it, I'm gonna bring, he's like, yeah, man. He was just trying to give me the space and I, I wanted to pay him. And he was like, no, no. And I was like, no, like I know how much money I can make. Like I have an yeah. entire crowd of people that will come here. You know, he was so humble. This is something I'm not really, you know, I don't care too much about. I'm not right. gonna sit there and really like, he was so humble. He wasn't trying to tell me what was actually going on with him. Um, but you know, they were, he, he was going to lose the space. Damn. But he didn't want to say anything. Okay. And through, through destiny, we had, we had found out. And I remember talking to the landlord like, yo, this, this place can't go anywhere. Okay. Like, this guy has a vision. We have a vision. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We need this. He needs this. And you need this money, right? All right, bet. Like, give me a month. What does he owe? It's still going to this day, you know, five years later, four years later now, and like better than ever. He's he's been able to build it to his specification and his vision because, you know, he had the ideas. He just needed the community. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? And that's what we were able to bring in Tribe House, and he was able to manifest a community through that as well. Then from there, we went to 22nd and Halstead, mm. which was wild. Okay. So y'all be moving around a few places. Yeah, very few people know about 22nd and Halstead. Okay. It was, it's probably one of the most private, most secret um, parts of Tribe House because it also happened during COVID as well. Okay. So we had a, we had a 200,000 square foot like space levels, so three levels in a whole, in, um, off of 22nd and 22nd and Halstead. It's now a fucking storage unit. <sighs> wow. So it's, it was a little roomy in there then. It was oh, a little roomy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It was, it was huge. Damn. Huge. 200,000 square feet is like 20 of these. Mm -hmm. Like, and they were levels. So it's like, 
you know, all all over the place, different rooms. Why why is that now a storage unit? Um, you know, COVID hit. The owners wanted to go a different direction. Okay. They didn't want to, you know, they didn't want artists in there anymore because it was dope. There okay. were dope fucking creators in there. Um, there were just there was so, there were so many dope artists in there. There were dope salons in there. There were a lot of black and brown businesses in there, and I feel like during uh during COVID. They were like super affected and like kind of just thrown to the side. I wasn't going though. Mm. Like, I trapped out. I trapped out. Like, dumb motherfuckers in that building hated me. <laughs> getting to it. You was getting to it. They wasn't getting me out. Mm. They wasn't getting me out. They tried all types of. Like, that. It was COVID. Motherfuckers had to eat. Yeah. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sitting there putting people out because they won't give you, you know, they, they little checks or whatever. And I'm like, fuck that, nigga. We need these checks. Thanks. And I'm going to use these checks, and I'm going to have mad parties in here. I was doing everything. <laughs> I was doing So then how everything. did you end up coming to this location? How did this location happen? Trapping out 22nd and Halstead. Listen, okay. so like 22nd and Halstead was, was literally trial and error. Okay. You know, I was able to utilize that time to see what I can do legally. Um, what the fuck is going to get me shut down? How do I got to go about it? Because I feel like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of false information in our community about what we think we need to do. And there's a blueprint to sustainable artistry that we have here at Tribe that opens up our eyes to something completely different. It is not by accident that you know, there's a black owned, black ran business in a location that there hasn't been in over 20 plus years. You know, we are yeah. in the center of Chicago currently in six corners. This is an accomplishment. And I talk my shit on that because I don't know too many guys my age doing this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers is not going to talk my shit for me. So I'm going to do it myself. You know what I mean? Okay. Absolutely. Let's let's give it up for the origin story though. <laughs> there was a lot that went down yes. to get oh, yeah. to this point. You oh, know yeah. what I'm there saying? Was a lot. It was a lot, a lot you had to go through. So I definitely want to commend you on your perseverance Thank to you. just continuously prevail and go forward and reinvent and recreate. Yeah. I think that's super dope, especially when you have an idea that you want to implement and you know how to do it and you have a vision. You like, nah, like this is how I want this shit to be. This is how I got to make it. So I, I think that's really dope. Yeah, I really I really commend that. So we here in this spot that I love that you created with all your creativeness. <laughs> and you you guys do an amazing job of just hosting events, creating a warm and welcoming uh, space for people to just be themselves to in addition to artistry. So I just want to know, like, what what is like one or two, like some of the, I don't know, some of your favorite events or events that you feel kind of stand out compared to a lot of other events we've seen a lot of throughout Chicago. Yeah, so I want to preface this by saying, like, there's a difference between events and socials. Correct. So, mm -hmm. so that's what we do. Like, we, we have socials. Like, events, I feel like with events, you're worried about the amount of people in here. You're trying to pack the shit out. You want the shit busting. You don't care about who's in here. You don't you like it's not about, you know, the actual love for the space, you know, right. events. Everybody has events. But with socials, 
you have these intimate settings that give people the ability to see everybody in the room, have a chance to talk to everybody if they want to talk, or have a chance to just dip off and be to themselves. You know, when you're truly in a, a, a gallery, because it's not an event space, um, when you're truly in a gallery, you understand the nuances of art and create like immersive creativity. So that's why there's so many different spaces in here that look so different. And I feel yeah. like event spaces are very, very like basic. You know, you go in there, it's a color through and through. You got, you know, you got similar chairs all through. You like, you know, this is an experience in every single aspect. Um, so we create socials because what happens is people come into this place and they get to see in the art. And they may be here for an open mic, but now it's a whole conversation about art. So it just creates a different nice. dialogue when yeah. you have socials. I feel like one of the, my favorite ones here, <laughs> um, I feel like we put a lot of effort in uh, to the roast of Jeremy Winters. Oh, <laughs> damn. Shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. <laughs> that was dope because, um, because uh, what people don't know is that, like, I, I have this, this, this pet peeve when people come to me and they try to do events and they don't have a collaborative aspect to, like, the social. Like, okay. an event, okay. anybody could do. You can go and rent out a space. Absolutely, You yeah. go on Airbnb, you can go a pair space, go do that. But... I want people to come in. This is Tribe House. Everybody gonna see that big ass neon sign. But like, if you are inviting people in here that have never been here before, they should come into a space and see your footprint on the space. It should be a true collaboration. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so shout out to MP because uh, the roast of Jeremy Winners was such a, sure. a dope thing. We got, we had red carpet. That was that's why I got these red carpet in here. By the way, I literally went thrifting. I went to uh, it was like a Sears withholding like thing all the way out in Schaumburg. They had this huge Sears building, corporate building that was shutting down, and I went in there and I grabbed shit ton of red carpet, nice. all the stuff to make sure we we put it together, tuxedo and everything. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. That was, nice. That was crazy. Um, and then it just so happens to be. <laughs> Another master plan production joint because I feel like with master plan productions I put a lot of um, put a lot of work and ethic effort into them. It's reciprocity. It's like the the time and energy they put into here too. Yeah. So it's like when when we're doing planning, we're planning for weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some events they they end up bomb as fuck, but. It could be 48 hours of planning that I've put into that. Like, flawless events to me with run of show, point of, point of like, access on, like, who's, at, who's this and who's that. Like, when I see well-structured programming, I'm, I'm at ease. <laughs> when I could sit down and I could have a, a drink at my social, with some with uh with another creative I'm like at ease so nice. we had this crazy <laughs> we had this crazy ass spring break joint 
<laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it was no phones allowed. No phones allowed. That's <laughs> a master plan. No phones allowed. Oh, my goodness. No, that's dope. And I like that you explain the difference between a social and an event. I think that does matter. And that is something we got to, you know, invest a little bit more in. I know for me personally, I like an experience. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, you know, yeah, you can have an event, whatever case is, and social, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to take away the experience. What did I experience while I was there? What was I yeah. feeling while I was there? What did I see? What did I digest exactly. while I was there? So I do like that you said that. And I think that does matter. For sure. It definitely like, that does. Matters. I, I hate the idea of just going to a space and being. It's like, who, who's in here? Like, who's on the wall? Like, what is going on? Like, where's the excitement? Like, if the music's not hitting, how are you, how are you grabbing everybody's attention? Mm. Like, I can't stand going into, like, bars or some places, and you got to wait two, three hours before people get lit, before they start teeing up. Yeah. Right like, yeah. you go into a bar, everybody just standing around on their phone, drinking, scared to go talk to somebody, scared to, you know, men, scared to be chivalrous. Like, it's like, it's you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers trying to, I don't know, just that whole, that whole bar, that whole like bar club scene is just, is just really weird to me. So I like the more personable experiences where you can actually, Talk to somebody. Like, yeah. Chop it up. Like, sure. you know what I'm saying? You know? I like that. You're not wrong, because there's a lot of weirdos out there. I'm just going to say it like that. A lot of y'all are very socially <laughs> awkward, and you don't know how to have a conversation with the person, you know, right. regularly. So I fuck with that, definitely. Mm-hmm. I got to I gotta clap it up for you, though, in time, because you've been dropping a lot of gems, going crazy. You know, I definitely appreciate that. You're giving us some knowledge. You're giving us that New York, you know, drip. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm excited because I know you didn't what think you were gonna this? get the hell up out of here <laughs> and not get into it. So we got ten minutes of honesty. All right. All right. Yeah. Ten minutes. Let's see what time it is, y'all. Because y'all know black folks, y'all be on color people time. Mm-hmm. So it's eleven fifty four. We got ten minutes of honesty. You gotta answer all of the questions you pick to the best of your capabilities. I'm answering them all. Okay. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Okay. So, you picked the first question. I'm going to read them, though. I'm going to read them. I'm going to read them. Okay, bat it up. Listen. Mm, mm, she, mm. Look, she look. Do you, know what it, do you know what it is already? No, like, I don't know. Mm, mm. Oh. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> Starting off spicy with it. I like that. The energy. I like that. Let's get it. Do you prefer ball pussy or hairy pussy? Um, I don't know about bald. Okay, okay. Like, give me, give me a little, like, a like little a strip something. of something. Like a little, yeah, like a, little a little something. You know, a little something. That yeah. bald, like, you know, I understand if you just got, you know, just yeah. that wax, yeah. but like, bald, yeah. Not it, definitely not hairy though. Okay, nice. Give me a little something. Let's give it up. Let's give it up for the strip. Who's strip? <laughs> give it up for the strip, babies, okay? <laughs> her, big her. Oh, oh. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, bet it okay, up. Let's see, let's see. <laughs> um, if you could switch genders for a day, what would you do first? 
the fact that switch <laughs> genders for a day what would i do okay don't be selling no first. pussy or no shit like that now no nah, yeah nah, don't be nah, using nah. what that's you got w- to get what you that's want. wild i'm definitely not selling <laughs> pussy that's wild <laughs> let's cross that off the list <laughs> if i could oh uh, damn if i could be a woman for a day what the fuck would i do question um that is a very good question. You're like, I don't want to be a woman. Yeah, I, for a day. I've, I mean, that's honestly a question. <laughs> what would I do? Hmm. You got me stumped. Mm. Let's get up for the question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, get up for the question. Hmm. This is this is hard. I don't know what I would do. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Put it like this: If I had to switch genders for a day, I would just simply new skinny dip. Okay, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, skinny dip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little razzle dazzle. A little razzle dazzle. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my body is fire, so like you know, my 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 alternate in the alternate reality, my my body as a as a different gender would be fire as well. You know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> let's give it up. You know, I believe you for some reason. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I kind of believe that. I actually believe that's kind of true. Let's okay. get it. Okay. Hey, that stumped me. All right, back. Come that on. That was I'm great. About to. That was. That was a great question. Okay. What is more important, love or honesty? Mm, oh, definitely honesty. I feel like with uh, with honesty, like you'll be able to build to love because I feel like, you know, if you're too quick to love, you you fall into this trap of getting people to want to feel a certain way about you and it leads to lying Mm. but honesty if somebody can take your honesty whether it's good or bad they know it's just you and then it builds to that shit i'm i'm turtle with it so i like to take my time okay i know that's right good answer good answer (laughs) (laughs) it's the honesty for me it's the honesty for me i already told you like i keep it up busy um oh no Okay, thank you. I need, a, I need yeah, yeah. We need a good, we need a good another question. Okay, the, was that too generic? Yeah. Okay, bad. It's too basic. That's too basic. She said no basic. I told um, her no basic. <laughs> I told her no basic questions too. So it's cool. No basic question. Um, one thing you tried that you'll never do again. Oh, I I will never. Oh, damn, could I say never? Right, keep it hunting now. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. One thing, things again. You know, actually, one thing that I tried that I will never do again is eat oysters. Oh, you didn't like oysters? No. How did you have them? How did you eat them? I ate it. The the literally, they took it out the water. They they did all the little salt, whatever. I had it at um the Crown Hibachi in Hoffman Estates, like. They're like a five star, what do you call it? You can get every type of seafood in there live. 
um, I don't know how to feel about that statement because yeah. I, I love oysters. Yeah, I, I had like it. You didn't I had, eat it right. No, no. See, look, I had three, four I of them. I, I had it with the lemon. I had it with all that stuff. I had it with the works. And I'm telling you, like, first of all, I it's just it's just some slime like pause. It's just some slimy ass shit. Like that shit's not that shit. Smoke oysters are fired. Yeah. See, I've never I've never gotten to smoke oysters because the regular oysters killed it for me. Like, I, I'm just not, I'm not there with that. <laughs> the regular oysters killed I'm it I'm not there me. with that. I need you to, I need you to try that again. The, the smoke, maybe I'll try they the fired. smoke oyster, but I don't okay. know. Fair enough, fair I enough. Know. I'm gonna give you that, I'm gonna give you that. I don't know. I ain't trying to raw, raw, raw oyster. But I commend you for trying it. I oh like yeah, people I'll, that I'll try, try things. Yeah, you gotta try shit in the world. You gotta try shit in the world. Um, If you die today, what would you come back as in the next life? Mm. Probably a turtle. Probably a turtle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Let's get it. Turtle, turtle. Turtle. <laughs> Have you ever ghosted someone? All the fucking time. What? Man. Motherfuckers be deserving to get ghosted. People. Because people are crazy. I have no. What's the number one reason? I have no. Besides that. Besides I, no, no, no. That's listen, listen. My piece, my piece, is literally. What's the first way like to piss you off to be on the road of ghosting? Um, you're on the road to getting ghosted if you have an issue with me working and not being accessible to you. That's okay. that's you know. I, I, you know, this is, this is literally, you know, I feel like people have very possessive mindsets mm. and some like energy, <laughs> obviously, yeah, you know, this is crazy. So <laughs> when you give energy to somebody, it could be overwhelming to the point where they want it regularly. And sometimes we get drunken energy and we don't even understand that. Absolutely. So people don't even appreciate the energy. They just expect it. And when they don't get the energy, it's it's a negative energy aimed towards you. That's one way. Or constantly bringing me negative information. I'm ghosting. Absolutely. I, listen. Absolutely. Listen, don't talk to me every day about some negative shit. Like, I don't got shit going on. Like, you should... I always feel like if you're going to drop some shit on somebody, ask them if they're able to receive today because you never know oh, what's going right. on in their yeah. life. Yeah. You know, be uh, know, know that somebody is prepared to listen, prepared to absorb, or they have the uh, they have the abundance of space. You know, don't be that person that's always dropping heavy weight and disregarding everybody's life. Like, Absolutely. Definitely don't call me what? about... What the fuck you got going on with friends? Like, we don't want no negative men to shit. <laughs> we don't want none of that shit. Yeah, for sure. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Let's do let's do two more. Right, I like the response. <laughs> Have you ever faked an orgasm before? <laughs> yeah. Now why why would you do yes, a yes, thing yes, like yes, that? Yes, 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 yes. I what was the reason for that? I was not, I was not about to nut. I was not about to nut. Like, I was so fucking just like, it was just <laughs> one of those, like, 
you on charge and you just fucking <laughs> and you just fucking like it's like I am not about to nut. And like we like we lit it's just like, you know, at this point in time, like Shorty done, you know, she done she she good. She good. So <laughs> it's like it, <laughs> it don't matter at this point in time. So yeah. you just so you get to that point, you just stopped? Or you just like never really got all the way to that point. I never really, yeah, like it, it just never really, really. Now, now I can say like it's uh, not nutting and or like not nutting and orgasm, uh, having an orgasm, obviously. Like nutting yeah. and orgasms are two different Absolutely. things. Absolutely, like, an so, orgasm, yes. So, an like, orgasm. So, so definitely. So shaking. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've never done a soul shaking shit. Maybe on some, man, let me, let me stop. Let me stop. Because some motherfuckers <laughs> done giving me that. Come on now. Keep it 100 now. Shout out to them. Oh, you better give Shout me that. Shout out to whoever they was. Shout out to them. <laughs> Keep it a buzz. Oh, shit. I love yes, it. yes. Oh. <laughs> so I got one more. Question. All right, this one been stuck, so I've been avoiding Ooh, this. You like, talking about this stuck. Stuck. I think we should do these. Two. I, those, those, those two have been du- like stuck a together. A duality. And I've been avoiding them. So. Okay, let's see. If you could trade shoes with anybody in the world, who would it be? I might not want to trade shoes with nobody though. Yeah, that shit's <laughs> dumb. that shit's dumb, Dad. I lo- my life is great. <laughs> As it should. <laughs> for the great life for the great life if you had a theme song every time you walked into a room <laughs> what would it be uh, I mean this is a song that nobody knows so but it's, it, it would definitely be my theme song it's called Super Stash Bros it's by my homie Xander Young I feel like it embodies my my spirit hearing that song um it no matter when i hear it i feel like if i walk into that shit it shows me it's like my mm. energy um i don't know if you're familiar with steven universe okay yeah i've seen um, that it's just uh i just feel like um it just embodies my it just embodies my energy when I walk in a room like that big ass star. You know what I'm saying? And nice. it's called Super Stash Bros. Okay. I gotta let you hear it. I gotta let you Absolutely. hear it. Absolutely. Nice. About. He said I got my theme song already. Yep, that's party. gonna be my shit. Super Stash Bros. Xander Young. Shout out to you. Okay, because shout out to you. Shout out to you for giving us so much honesty. Yeah, oh yeah. I absolutely love it. Definitely, absolutely love it. You got me out here talking. Oh, (laughs) As you should be, as you should be. So what are some of the big, like bigger goals that you want to accomplish with Tribe House this year? You're already on a great road for 2023, but you know. This year, I'm not even going to lie. Like, um. Yeah, goals have been met. Um, we are we are thinking forward, thinking ahead. Um, to be here at this point in time, like the goals have already been um, nice. met. So it's future and forward thinking. Uh, again, I don't, when it comes to the work ethic of myself, the individuals around me, um, it's not too much dwelling on the now. Okay. We. 
if we don't have the plan, um, then we're not. If we don't have the plan already, we're not talking about it. And if we do, uh, if we are talking about something new, we are pushing it in the future so it doesn't distract what we already got going on. Uh, a well-oiled machine doesn't. If it's a well-oiled machine and it's going, it doesn't need to be stopped. And no, just add a add some shit. You know. Add that scat pack on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Add that scat pack that on scat it. scat pack on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, um, but uh, where I want to see Tribe and where Tribe is going to go, um, it will have global reach. Uh, Absolutely. Chicago, I'm not a Chicago native, so being able to be an implant and have this here, um, I love the city of Chicago. I love the energy here, so I will have uh, like property in here so that an actual tribe house is erected, not just a black-owned, black-ran uh, company um, in a space that is not owned by us currently, mm. but um, this is the blueprint right. to sustainable art. It's having realistic goals and setting realistic goals so that you can obtain ownership because there's actually a lot of Chicago that is left abandoned and unowned. Um, and through knowledge, like we, we have the ability to own these properties. It's not out of reach. Um, it's so much harder where I'm from. And mm. like to, to, see, to see property and to see longevity and generational wealth so accessible, um, I'm not, it's, I'm not gonna allow my community to dwell on the the race bias that clearly goes on out here. Yeah, I'm gonna focus on us actually creating um, restorative plans to actually come together as a community so that we can own up properties. You know, let's stop talking about gentrification. Your your grandma shouldn't be in the same house for 30, 40 years and she doesn't own it. Absolutely. You know. You know, you shouldn't have Cuban links and your mom don't own a crib. Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Shouldn't have Benzes and all that stuff and you don't even have a business. You know, like, so Tribe House is bigger than uh, one individual. It's bigger than one city. Um, it's for global consumption. And we want to systematically put um, Tribe House around the, around the globe. And we have places that we're planning on erecting. Uh, and by grace, um, you know, nobody can alter this plans, um, but our own, but our own work. So if we, if we're not working, it won't happen, but through our own hands, we'll make this shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. It's the vision for me. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I just love your whole ideology about breaking generational curses, influencing the art, pushing the art. Yeah. Um, I know you said you were Nigerian. Yes, I am. Um, but First generation. Yeah, so I love that as well. And just kind of showing the range of creativity, whether you're black, white, whatever the case is, there's no cap on what that looks like. And I feel like you're pushing that message just so effortlessly. And, and you should make, uh, or other creatives should want to be in that space. You know, you make me feel like, damn, like maybe I should tap into something else, you know, because. <laughs> Now I could be around other people that could also support that too. And yeah. the creative community is so important right now. Yeah. Like this spot is super, super dope. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are doing amazing things here and it's something that we need right now. You yeah. know, everybody could really be something they wanted to be. And 
sometimes we just need that push. Sometimes we just need to be around other like-minded individuals that can see that vision too. Yeah, I, I, I truly believe we just, you know, step one is getting out of this, um, this jaded box, uh, thinking that uh, things are unattainable right. to us because of location, proximity, price, all of those are minimal roadblocks, road you know what I'm saying? Um, but instead of just talking about it and being like, oh, you can do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, try, we, we incubate our, we incubate creativity. So it's an actual network. There's an actual blueprint to what we're doing. We're not just trying to sell some dream. You know, I, yeah. can, I can go around I can go around the city and see see my imprint on so many of the creatives that are doing shows that started from Tribe, that are, you know, glow, like, you know, shout out to my my bro, Lil Blessing. Um, he just got off a tour um, with Future and um, Herb. Nice. And first day he came back, first thing he did was Hit me up. He's like, Derek, I'm fucking bored already. <laughs> I need you to throw me some shit. And in 48 hours, we had like one of the craziest like welcome home parties. So shout out, little blessing. You know what I'm saying? Got his got his uh, song streaming all over nice. the fucking world right now. Liquor Stowe, um, which is a bop. Like he's always been making music. It ain't nothing new. He's always yeah. been grinding. And an individual who has started um like you know performing on a public level at tribe and has always seen himself bigger than you know this is why we mesh he's always seen himself bigger than what is currently in front of him you know he's always seen himself as blessing you know what i'm saying so it's great to see our community actually you know there's proven there's yeah. proven yeah facts you know and we got to get out this jaded box of absolutely we can't do it together or we got to do it better than the next person it's, there's enough to go around guys for sure we got to get out of this like scavenger mindset that's bullshit like there's definitely. enough to go around for us definitely. You know what I'm saying? definitely i fuck with that definitely so let us know you know where we can tap Ooh. in with the tribe house you know maybe we want to Throw us a little social, a little soiree yes. or something. You know what I'm saying? Where can we tap in to do that? Of course. So, you know, everyone who wants to actually understand what's going on here, you just want to want a little bit more in-depth story. You know, I'll always sit there and tell you, chop it up with me. We in here 12 to 6 every day. You can even set up an appointment for a walkthrough. We can talk okay. at any point in time. But I want to direct everybody to the website, www.tribehouse.net. It has all information right now, from uh, currently from now till June 31st. We will be offering all of our weekly programming to non-members. So the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday programming that's going on right now is all subject, uh, um, subjugated for free to non-members. Um, but after June 31st, we'll be open. It will be open enrollment for the Tribe House memberships, um, and it starts from uh, fifty dollars, which is the general membership for the socials, okay. all the way up to five hundred, 
Um, what five hundred for professional and a thousand for diamond, and those are all those things are out uh, outlined and listed online as to what comes with it. And we say this like openly because we want the individuals to know right off bat, you know, what we're working towards is a sustainable community, and we have a lot to offer. Just you know, tap in, do your research with Tribe, and you know. Come, come and actually experience what's going on here. Like, we yes. here, we here. Come yes. and experience what's actually going on here. Because it's a vibe. Like, it's nothing, it's nothing like this going on in the city. Um, it's not a bar. It's not a club. Um, it is an experience. Um, from the moment you walk up the three flights of stairs and your legs are burning, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's leg day. Yeah. Every day okay. when you walk in here. Get the legs in order. But as soon as you walk through that door, your mind will be at ease. You know what I'm saying? You come to tribe. You come to safe space. You come to a protected energy. You come to a, a, um, a reciprocatory energy. Like, you come to people who are trying to actually build and grow. Um, doesn't matter what anybody says. Be an individual be your own person come and experience tribe for yourself yes absolutely definitely love it <laughs> definitely love it lit 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 definitely hey. appreciate you yes hey. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all gotta make sure y'all tap in with Derek in the tribe house tribe oh yeah tribe oh yeah, yeah I, I ain't even shot myself I was thirsty to say that you know <laughs> I ain't even shot myself out make sure y'all Tapping with me on uh, Instagram, the official tribe house for the business page, because, you know, that's most important right now. And then me, of course, the soul tribe, underscore the soul tribe on everything. Um, I got music out, man. I got I got heat. I have heat. Anybody that is looking for writing, anybody that's looking for catalog, anybody that's looking for any type of recording, if you want to know, own your masters, tap in with tribe. We do it. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, we in here for the community. Tap in. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. It's a vibe. Try. Try. Per, per, per. <laughs> I'm part of Tribe, y'all. Per. But no, I appreciate you for letting me come here oh, come and again on. rock the space and, you know, just be invited into your creative collective. It's super, super dope. So yes. I appreciate that. Of course, of course, that. of course. Hey, okay, you, you see the logo, y'all know what I'm saying? And a cut, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? We official like a whip. <laughs> but I definitely appreciate that. Um, I'm excited to come back. Looking forward to all of the other socials that you'll have and just continuing to see what you do out in the community um, for creatives. I think it's super dope. So. Thank appreciate you so that, much. And as always, appreciate y'all for rocking with me, Robin E. Pillow Talk Podcast, voted Chicago's best podcast of 2023. As always, y'all already know that this is where it's at. Keep it locked. Send a love and light to all of y'all on this beautiful day, man. Peace out. Hey. Tribe house. Hey, we in the tribe house. Going hey. crazy. Yeah, we finna wild out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> go crazy. Yeah, we finna wild out.